Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that brings you the most interesting content in information security, technology, and humans. The idea is content curation as a service. I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts. I then take what I learned from that content and turn it into a concise 30-minute summary. So I've decided to remain ad and sponsor-free. So if you're someone who enjoys the show and can afford fancy coffee, please consider heading over to danielmeisler.com support. Become a member for just $5 a month or $50 a year. Becoming a member gets you the weekly companion newsletter full of all the links and stories I mentioned on the podcast and helps me to continue doing the show. And thanks to everyone who's already a member. 39, security news. TLS 1.3 is finalized and should start rolling out to everywhere fairly soon. And adoption is expected to be fairly quick on this one. I think Firefox is leading the way. Burp continues to impress with its massive campaign of improvements and blog posts describing them. So they recently just talked about how they're adding point and shoot scan functionality. So you basically just select scan from anywhere in the interface and you get the type of interface that you would see in tools like Web Inspector, NetSparker. This is functionality that Burp did not have and a lot of companies would not buy them because they didn't have a point and shoot scanner, you know, where you could just put it in a URL and tell it to go do, you know, its best. So combined with all the other functionality that they've been adding. So basically before DEF CON, they released like that they're doing a new crawler, that they're doing, you know, they're able to maintain state better. They just, with this point and shoot scanner combined with all that, they just, in my opinion, they jumped way ahead uh, in the market. I, I think they were already the best manual testing tool, but, you know, NetSparker and a couple of others maybe had an advantage in the point and shoot for people who wanted that. But um, yeah, so the blog is full of individual granular articles on like how good, uh, on basically what the new features look like. It's got a new dashboard as well that actively shows like the status of live scanning, which again is functionality other scanners had before. But like all this stuff combined, I think it's just massive, massive improvement. Uh, Saw a DAF at, Black Hat and uh, congratulated him on one, the functionality and two, how he's putting it out. Like it's a really, really powerful campaign to just see these constant improvements. Like every couple of days, there's a new blog post about a new feature. So really cool stuff. Google has released a searchable database of US political ads. Germany is considering acquiring its own nuclear weapons. I feel like we've seen this movie before. Uh, the State Department is quite concerned about the apparently very strange behavior of a new Russian satellite. And I think the implication is that it's some kind of weapon. And advisories, security advisories for this week, Adobe had whatever, uh, 25 or 5,000 or whatever, lots of different phones. So if you have Adobe products, um, go check those out. In fairness to Adobe here, this is all legacy stuff that they're cleaning up. Their new stuff, once they transition to the software model uh, or to the subscription model, my understanding is 
they've actually been leading in security ever since this transition. So usually when you hear about Adobe problems, it's from the old world. And uh, Philips Medical um, has some volumes related to some uh, cardiac equipment. Technology news, Amazon supposedly looking to buy a movie theater chain. I see this as super likely at some point, and I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if the play was basically esports and a tie-in with Twitch. I, I really would love to see this happen. Uh, basically, Amazon owns Twitch, right? So imagine you can go to the movies and watch live gaming uh, with your friends, eating food, um, things like, you know, Dota, uh, League of Legends, lots of games, lots of games. I mean, you can even watch live streamers just do whatever they do on, on Twitch. I think this is the future of, or one of the futures of um, what's going to be happening in movie theaters. I mean, traditional media, uh, traditional movies just is not really making it, right? Um, it's not as powerful as it used to be. And I mean, we, we could go watch Netflix in movie theaters. We could watch Twitch in movie theaters. We could do lots of individual-based broadcast as opposed to monolithic, you know, studio-driven content. Google has been given control or has given control of the cooling of a number of data centers to an AI algorithm. So the algorithm has been working for quite some time, but it was actually just making recommendations to the data center managers and the managers were actually making the changes. But now they're taking the human out of the loop and letting the algorithm make the changes themselves. And this is for a bunch of their um, Leviathan data centers. That's not scary at all. Google, who knows everything about everyone, and they call their data centers Leviathan. I think that is awesome and scary. Squares reduced its chip reader processing time by 44%, bringing it down to two seconds. I think that's awesome, but I don't want to put my chip into a reader. Can we have Apple Pay and Samsung Pay, please? Or Google Pay, whatever it's called. I don't know. Is, are there three? Is it Samsung Pay and Google Pay? I, I can't keep track. But let's do contactless, please, and, and not chip readers. That being said, when I do have to use a chip, it's very strange to have an upgrade in technology that now takes me four times as long. So it is cool that they've reduced it down to two seconds. Unfortunately, most places, gas stations and restaurants still have old POSs and not square readers. So separate problem. A team of researchers has constructed a single atom transistor. That is unbelievable. It's taken massive collaboration in over 13 years, but we finally sequenced the wheat genome. Evidently, it's actually five times larger than the human genome, which is remarkable to me. Walmart is looking remarkably strong in its fight against Amazon. This is not something I would have guessed. I would have guessed that Amazon would be crushing them right now. This is actually, I, I don't have this in the newsletter, but um, one of the things I really love is looking at what I thought would have happened, seeing that it didn't happen, and then using that to force correct my, my judgment, or at the very least, remind me 
that just because I feel or think something is going to go in a direction that that's not likely to happen. Like if you, if you told me that millions of cars would drive next to each other on roads and there would only be this number of accidents or that, um, air travel would be this safe. I, I would not agree with you like whatever, 20 years ago or a hundred years ago, I would not agree with you. I I would say, no, that you're flying through the air. These things are going to fall out of the sky. It's too easy to break them. Terrorism is too easy, but it's not happening. And I love that because it forces me to realize that reality and what I think is going to happen are often different. And um, this book that I'm reading or just finished, Super Forecasting, which is also the recommendation for this for this episode, it um, it talks about people who are really good at forecasting and they are really good at at controlling their biases and doing this type of analysis. So um, super cool area of study for me is trying to have the cleanest thought possible, not overextend, not underextend, but just, you know, Goldilocks in the middle. Human News, Giant Magellan Telescope, the GMT, will be the world's most powerful scope when it's finished in 2024. It'll be able to take images roughly 10 times clearer than the Hubble Telescope, according to somebody made that prediction. Uh, What I found interesting is Hubble is in space and the GMT is on the top of a mountain, but it's actually earthbound. I figured it would be in space as well because the atmosphere really messes things up. But evidently, they're going to have a bunch of uh, instruments to factor in the distortion that comes from the atmosphere. Plus, they're on top of a mountain, so you get a little less of that. But um, evidently, they're going to account for it really well to make really crisp images. Massive meta-study finds a U-shaped association between carbohydrate consumption ratios and mortality. Basically, getting too little or too much of your daily calories from carbohydrates increases your risk. And the magic number appears to be around 50 to 55%. So basically half, you want to get half of your calories from carbs and half your calories from, well, I don't know about the other half, but it's obviously a combination of fat and protein. Um, So probably more protein. But um, they also said that the risk is reduced further by getting your protein from plants rather than meats. Makes sense to me. A new study just showed that reducing exercise in the legs of mice brought down the number of neural stem cells by 70%. Their conclusions seem to be roughly that exercise is critical for neural health and that carrying weight on the legs is a big part of that. My intuition here, again, this is intuition, is that when you tell the body when you use the body rigorously, you're basically communicating to the evolution inside of your body that we are young and we have, we are rigorous. We are, we are in the fray. We are, you know, competing for mates. We're fighting. We're doing cool things. We are still young. Keep all the systems on. Keep making me new, new, um, neurons. Keep making my brain better. Keep, keep all the systems going. And when you stop doing exercise, and I think they're saying the leg is so important because it's so large and has so much muscle mass, it's my understanding from the reading, Um, when you stop, the body just kind of says, oh, I I guess 
I guess we're not doing that anymore and kind of just powers down the brain, powers down the other stuff. This is what I, I'm taking away from all these different articles along these lines regarding um, exercise and like the link to cognition. But uh, I think it's early, so we need to watch that. Um, NYU has made tuition completely free for all of its medical students. That's, that's just crazy. Uh, I hope more schools follow this and not just for medical students. I, I think the issue, <clears throat> the reason they did medical students is because they're famous for, you know, being whatever, six years out of school and still having like 200 grand in debt, uh, which is ridiculous. Karma is a company that wants to help restaurants and grocery stores sell their unused food instead of wasting it. I'm going to give these people money uh, and never look back. Like, I, I just want to help them do this. Don't even care if it's, it's not as an investment, as a donation. Ketamine is continuing to show itself as a legitimate and effective treatment for serious depression. <clears throat> Ideas, trends, and analysis. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Stop hiring for culture fit. That's a good article. It talks a lot about actually what you should hire for, but the the lead and the hook was stop hiring for culture fit. Um, I think the short version there is that, you know, there's it's one thing to have someone who's liked, and there's another thing to find matches. That was actually the core thing that I got from it. It's all about matches. It's not about, do you have skill or talent? The question is, do you have skill and talent that's matched to the thing that you're actually doing? I think that's super key. Discovery, uh, got the DEF CON 26 media server here. Contains all the content from the talks, music, videos, presentations. Got my buddy, uh, Kyle Halfen on the soundtrack with a really, really cool track. Um, I tried to go see him in Vegas on uh, Saturday night at midnight, but uh, actually didn't have my DEF CON badge with me. That was unfortunate. But um, yeah, you got to check it out. Got all the links there. Uh, so mathematical analysis shows that Napoleon was the best general ever. And I misspelled Napoleon. E-A-N. I think that's the ice cream. He is Napoleon. So uh, L-E-O-N. That was uh, horrible, and I'm scrolling up so I don't have to look at it. 15 tips on how to use curl in Linux. Singularity of origin, a DNS rebinding attack framework. A psycholo the psychology of intelligence analysis, a manual given to a new intelligence analyst. This is super cool. This comes from the super forecasting book, and it talks to, it teaches analysts how to, um, filter bias from their thinking. Um, obviously a losing battle, but, um, super cool. It, it was, uh, like I said, it was, it was in the super forecasting book, um, recommended. This is a manual that's given to all new analysts coming into the CIA. Um, I don't know if that's currently true, but it was for a long time. Just finished like four books now reading extreme ownership by Jocko Willink. And, uh, the best book I've read so far in a very long time uh, is Super Forecasting, which is also this week's recommendation. So recommendations, Super Forecasting is the most important practical book I've read in like 10 years. 
So it's basically a practical guide to removing bias in yourself and the teams that you work in for the purpose of being more accurate in how you think. Uh, so with a name like super forecasting, you obviously think it's for people who make predictions, but it's actually a lot more universal than that. It's about how to think as clearly as possible. It's an absolute must adjust your reading lists accordingly. Super forecasting by Philip Tetlock. And the aphorism for this week, people only see what they are prepared to see. People only see what they are prepared to see. Ralph Waldo Emerson. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. And don't forget, you can also get the show, including all the links to the things I mentioned, in text form by signing up for the email newsletter at danielmiesler.com newsletter or via the blog post for each episode. I'll see you next time.